the stay the task, stay the course. I love that. Don't give up. Like it's Do gonna it be all hard. All just remember that stand up. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck about his opinions. The door is closed. Good job. <laughs> the ghetto. The ghetto. My name is Vaughn. And we are growing up gay. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Growing Up Gay with Growing Vaughn up and Malik. With Vaughn and Malik, I didn't know we were recording, but we're going live, baby. Oh, you, you we live, baby. With this one. We live, baby. We live. <laughs> um, but it is I, Young Vaughn. And it's me, Young Malik the God. Um, we hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful day, night, whenever you're listening to this. Um, Malik, how have you been for the past week or so since we last recorded? I've been awesome. I just came back from the windy city of Chicago. Chi-town. You know, the Midwestern legend that we know and love. I uh, was there vacationing. You know, whenever I'm not at work, I say I'm vacationing. So <laughs> That's real. I, I'll be saying that quite often on this <laughs> show, vacationing. Uh, I was there with my partner enjoying the... You know the great weather and just hanging out. How is Chicago? I've never been there. It's amazing. It, it's 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 literally. It had a bad reputation for me at one point. Uh, why? Because of the South Side of what you mm-hmm. heard? Yeah. No. Well, here's the thing. You know. Drill cop. Because you know there was like, do you remember uh, Katie got bands? No. Oh Who my was? God! Do you not know Katie got bands? No. <gasps> I don't know who that is. The legend, Katie. Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, what is that? Uh, have you never heard Eat the Team? No. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. This is not. I have to introduce you to Eat the Team. This so, is by Shay. Okay. Okay. So I was in Chicago while Vaughn looks that up. I was in Chicago with my partner, having a good time. We, you know, went down to the to, to the, the water and you know enjoyed our festivities down there. You know, we had a, we, he had a party that was really nice at this really cool bar. I met on his. I always hear friends. people talk about how Chicago is really nice in the summer for like outdoor events. It's and perfect. In the, events. It's perfect in the summer for outdoor events, rooftop events. It's just perfect all around. Um, he lives in Lakeview, which is an amazing community there. It's they have everything mm. you need over there. It's like Buckhead. Lakeview, it's like um, it's like Pont City Market. Oh, nice. It's like, imagine a whole neighborhood like that. Nice. Very progressive. Nice. They have gay flags all around this, all, all around the neighborhood. That's it's, important. It's it's amazing. It's, well, because, you know, like I said, Chicago has a reputation. So, like, you well, feel the south side. I mean, and they say it's... Just, I need know, to stop doing that because... It's very, you know, you it's just, very segregated, Chicago. I was going to say. It's very segregated. It's kind of people be like, oh, I'm, I'm in Miami. I'm like, no, you're in West Palm Beach. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me so, not shoot all of Chicago like this is outside. So, I had a good time overall. How was your weekend? What did you do? I just got back from Paris. Ooh, Paris. 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 I took my mother there for uh, Mother's Day. That's nice. For, we spent four beautiful days. It was a lot of fun. Loads and loads of fun. Um, the Eiffel Tower is... When the Eiffel Tower lights up at nighttime, there's mm-hmm. literally nothing like it. It's, yeah. like, so beautiful. There's so many good-looking people in Paris, too. Really? So many. So many. I Did was very surprised. 
surprise I didn't get any numbers, but there were a lot of people like looking. Yeah, you felt, you felt the energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, and, and I think that's more affirming than getting num getting the numbers. I was like, damn, because today I was walking down, walking in the mall. I was like, shit, they're looking at me. Yeah. I and it's the good, good looking it's at me. It's the good looking Not like, that I got wow. something on my shoe. No, but speaking no. of looking at I have to introduce him to, to Shady Go In and Katie Got Bands. I'm ready. It's Ratchet. And y'all know. I'm sorry. No, they're from Chicago. That's why I brought it up. Okay. Yeah, no. it, this was this all originated back in like 2000. I want to say 11. Yeah, 2011. Um, I don't know. Have you ever seen that that gif of that light skinned girl wearing a white shirt? And she's like starts waving a gun and she's like dancing and she pulls the gun out. She starts waving it. No. Oh my god! Believe. What? Where have I been? <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> But that's Katie. But the song, this this song is uh, by Shady going. She's actually in jail. Or I think she just got out of jail. Ooh, well. Because they're real about that drill stuff. They're like, they're real life. They're real. Like, we'll just... come like gun butter nigga. Yeah. It's, it's, we're not right. to play with. Exactly. I understand. That's probably why I don't know her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. not, see, I always tell people that, like, I come off very stush, as my, you know, Jamaican family and people would say. Um, I come off very proper and like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. you know, like uh-huh. I stare an yeah. air of elegance the, in class, the, uh, but I'm really a bird. Like, a dirty I, bird. I, I, I'm a dove. I like to characterize myself <laughs> as a dove. I'm a bird, but like an innocent bird. Oh my god! Like technically, a, I'm really a pigeon, but a blue bird. No, I'm a, I'm a dove. <laughs> you get the, the, listen. It's part of the branding and the marketing. I'm a dove. Okay, very soft. <laughs> right. Beautiful, right? I just happen to be like trash under all of this, right? <laughs> um, yes, but uh, it sounds like we both had amazing, amazing weeks. Both of us, yeah. yes. So, so let's so so let's dish. Take a quick break. And we'll be right back. Hey y'all, hope you're enjoying this week's episode thus far. If so, please be sure to follow us on our social media. The Instagram is GrownUpGay, G-R-O-W-N, UpGay. Our Twitter is GrownUpGay underscore. And our website, of course, is GrownUpGay.com. Now let's get back into this week's episode. All right, you guys. So we're back with uh, Snatch, 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 Cat Bag, like Kaya said. You know, one thing that I really want to talk about is binge eating. You know, I know a lot of you guys. So first, snatch it back. This is our health and fitness based portion of the show. Um, Malik is gonna take over from there. Go ahead. Oh yeah, thank you for the introduction, Bonnie boy. Yeah, people are people are just getting into us. So yeah, I know, I know, I forget. I think they already know. <laughs> they should. <laughs> they should. <laughs> so with this part um, of snatch it back, I'm gonna talk about binge eating and. 
why that's so important is because like it's really easy when you're on diets and cleanses and regimens mm-hmm. that you know you stick to them and and when they're over that you really are able to kind of slowly introduce things back into your diet mm-hmm. right and not just going to go crazy once it's over like oh my god okay I lost the 10 pounds and then I put it right back Ooh. on right yes. like so how have you overcome that like what are some things that you've done um, to not do that let me be very honest with y'all. <laughs> I have not overcome that at all. Um, no, I, I do a pretty good job of maintaining, but I do, like, I was just talking to Malik earlier before we started recording and saying how that, like, for the past two days, I've been eating nothing but trash. Um, prior to going to Paris, I had two weeks of eating amazingly clean. I did juice cleanses for for at least one day in each week. Um, I worked out six days the first week, five days the second week. Like, I was doing really well, and my body, I went to um, visit my father and for a day, and my body looked bomb. Like, I woke up in the morning before I had to catch my flight. Ripped. And I was, I was in the mirror like, damn. Yeah. Because I've really been heavy on weights. I've been doing a lot less cardio because I've finally, and I'm going to discuss this in my portion of um, Snatch It Back, but I've, I've come to the understanding that I no longer need cardio. Mm-hmm. Because I don't need to get any skinnier, which is kind of weird to say because I'm not skinny. Yeah. I just need to turn everything that I have right now muscle. into muscle yeah. and to cut and tone. And cardio doesn't do that. Like, I can keep running, but all I'm going to keep doing is having, like, slimmer and slimmer legs. Yeah. Because my mom sent me pictures from Paris, and I was like, oh, my God, I look so... Like, my arms and legs look so skinny. And I already have long legs and long arms because mm-hmm. I'm taller. So I was like, I don't like that <laughs> look So at you want to have some real muscle. Right. But... Back to binge eating. I have not overcome it. I do, I will say, I do a very good job of when I say, okay, I'm not, I do a very good job of staying on, on, you Something, know. a regimen? Right. Yeah. Of staying clean. Uh, I might, like, like myself have, like, a handful of something. Like, I might. But you won't eat the whole bag. I won't, right. I don't normally, like, okay, like, for example, I've had two Snickers in the past two days. Yeah. One, one each day. Yeah. I have not had a Snicker. In years. So, so is that a binge for you? Yes. And I had ice cream. I don't even do dairy. I had ice cream when I was in Paris twice. Like, I came back from Chicago and I had ice cream, mm-hmm. a bowl of cereal, crackers and peanut so butter. So, we've both been on the same function. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's been so hard. And, you know, I've gotten so good with the, like, having, like, a consistency and a rhythm to what I eat and how I eat and, like, meal prepping XYZ. But it's like, right. I said, fuck it. Yeah. I'm just going to eat what I want. Um, and I just think that it's okay to have those moments. It is. I you think. know, you just have to make sure that it just doesn't get out of out control of and right. inconsistent. Like, so, listen, you guys, binge on. Just have do it cookie, responsibly. But just do it responsibly. You know, don't beat yourself up over it. And, and the biggest thing is, like, if you're going to binge eat, be okay with it. Like, yeah. Although it. I will say this. If you're someone that's, and I'll be very honest, if you're someone that's, Newer into the health and fitness thing, and don't. you're trying to lose a significant amount of weight. Don't do it at all. Don't because you will be in the gym for five days, mm-hmm. working your ass off. You will lose those binge. two or three pounds, and then you. That's why I stopped giving myself week um, weekends to like you, cheat. You can't. Because I would cheat on Saturday and Sunday and get back on the scale on Monday and be like, bitch, what I weigh fuck? a pound more than I lost. What happened? Right. So I will say that much. I think, personally, I think cheat meals are better than cheat days. I, for sure. Or a binge meal. like a if snack. You're, right. Yeah. Like, right. definitely just make sure that you have your portions, your things under control, and right. what, where they need to be. 
Absolutely. Perfect. Um, so for my portion, I've kind of already touched on it. Um, for those of I think you, I kind of pulled you into it. You did. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, but for those of you that are like uh, losing weight or plan on losing weight or trying to lose weight, um, one of the things I want to say is don't be afraid to lift weights. Um, this was something that I was terrified of, not because I didn't think I could do it, but because I am, like I said, taller and I have broad shoulders naturally. I never wanted to be bulky. I've always, you can, if you go back to my old podcast, I think I said that like three different times. I don't want to be bulky. I don't want to be bulky. Um, but I've, I learned that and people were telling me this, but I'm, I'm a Scorpio. I'm stubborn. I don't listen. So people were telling me that like, oh no, it's okay. Lift weights. You're not going to be bulky. You're just going to shred. You're just going to cut. You're going to define, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, nah, nigga, I'm going to end up out here big and solid. I don't. Even, so and that's not going to happen. Like it took a long time right. for that to happen. But I just didn't want to be, cause you know, there's those people that are like, they're not fat, but they're not toned and then just yeah. like wide and really solid. Yeah. I didn't want to be that. Yeah. So I was like terrified of getting into weights, but I can say after just running continuously and not seeing any change in my body for a little while, I got frustrated. So I just started implementing weights for the fuck of it. Mm -hmm. And like I said, prior to going to Paris, I did two weeks. Um, I still do cardio because I have to do some form of cardio. So I did 10 minutes um, on the treadmill, five minutes really intensely, three minutes of jogging, if you will. Um, and then like two minutes of, of slower time on the treadmill. So um, I did that, and then I spent the rest of my workout, which is probably another hour and 20, hour and 30, hour and 40 minutes, depending on how much time I have, um, dedicated to weights. And those two weeks, I saw so much result that it really has me excited for um, the rest of the year because I have goals and things set in place. Um, I don't have any other traveling or anything that should fuck me up or, excuse me, mess me up um, for the next six weeks. July, I'm going to a little family thing, but... So for the next six weeks, I really want to challenge myself to eat as clean as possible and work out at least five times a day um, and focus more on weights. And then I want to see where my body is going to be in six weeks. So if you want to do this along with me, please reach out to me on Twitter. It's um, underscore Vaughn. We can share, you know, Vaughn is V-A-U-N. There's no G or H. Thanks. Um, we can share tips, you know, if you have any questions if you want to know what I'm doing or how is it going, um, I'm actually doing this so y'all can hold me accountable because, I mean, I hold myself accountable, but um, I think telling y'all my business holds me a little more accountable. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so, hopefully. And your, um, Twitter, and your Twitter people, they're pretty interactive with you. They are. So, I think they will hold you accountable. They will. Don't ask for pictures, though. I'm not sending you well, you were posting pictures on Instagram. I did. And I, I was did. so I was like, you guys, when he posted on Instagram, I was like, oh my god! I texted him like, you posting? <laughs> what the? What's going on? What are you doing? <laughs> I literally never post pictures. Never. never. So I was so shocked. I hope. And if saw you didn't it. see the pictures, how many, they're how many gone. did you get? I didn't look. You didn't look no. purposely, or you just didn't look. Just I was embarrassed. Yeah, um, niggas was embarrassed. Niggas was literally embarrassed. Please. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll probably share again. Um, in six weeks, on Instagram, follow me on Instagram. It's Vonagram. I know, it's so clever. Um, <laughs> Vonagram. Vonagram. With no pictures. No pictures. There's literally nothing on my profile. Um, but you can follow me if you'd like to. Um, but yeah, let me know if you guys are going to partake. And if so, we can all keep each other accountable. You can do and, you a, a 30-day going-up gay weight challenge. Right. How about that? Yes, we'll I like that. We'll do a weight in a yoga challenge. Yes, I like that. 
I really like that. I'll show you guys some yoga moves. There you go. And some meditation and there get your you mind go. right. How about that? There you that? go. Bam. 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 <laughs> okay, we're gonna take a slight break and we'll be right back with you guys. Hey y'all, hope you're enjoying the episode thus far. If you don't already, please follow myself and Malik on our personal social medias. You can follow me on Instagram at Vonagram or on Twitter at underscore Vaughn. And you can follow Malik on Instagram at Yo Malik and on Twitter at Yo Malik. Now let's get into the next topic. Okay, so for the meat and potatoes of this week's episode, if you will... Um, this is our grown-up gay segment, which, like I said, is going to be the meat and potatoes. This is where we kind of discuss um, something heavy or light within the gay community. Everything from um, growing up gay, like the title says, to dating in the gay world. Um, this week's episode <laughs> should be a fun one. Um, <laughs> I decided to title it Black Okay uh, with a question mark. <laughs> um, I really want to touch on interracial dating in the gay community. Um, are we personally in interracial dating are we against it do we have any preferences or kinks in interracial dating um and i also wanted to touch on why seemingly every well not seemingly literally every famous or known popular um queer man of color tends to date white men or white queer people um, as opposed to other queer people of color, um, I think there is there was a, a the reason why I wanted to to touch on that there was an article that went out um, when the what was the young man he was on Real World, <clears throat> a gay guy yeah he was black Karamo that's oh, him oh uh... he he recently got engaged to to a white man um, and the. the <laughs> <laughs> the there there was this writer that wrote an article like thanks to Karamo and to um who was the other person Karamo and some other person I'm sorry I didn't I didn't pull up the article but he, there, the article was basically saying thanks to Karamo and other gay black men dating white gay black men um, we're finally starting to see representation of interracial dating in the gay community and I was like finally. Hmm. What? That's all we see. We lit- there's literally I can't think of <clears throat> one except for Lena Waithe and her uh, fiance. Um, I can't think of w- one queer. So RuPaul, Todrick Hall, um... all of them. <laughs> Frank Ocean, Frank Ocean, Tyler the Creator, um, everyone that is black any and queer black and of any prominent prominence date. is dating. And even I found even on like social media, um, there are these two. Pretty, pretty, I'll say popular. They're definitely not famous. They don't even have that that many followers. I just, I always see them kind of lusted after in the black gay community, and both of them have white um, significant others or white pat people like the whole white. You're white. It's not white passing, my nigga. Like just because you speak Spanish uh, doesn't mean you're oh, white passing. You're white. Oh, oh like you're, really, white you're Latin. right. You're okay. you're a Latino um, or actual Spanish. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what their significant others are. So I just noticed, I just, I just wanted to touch on, um, interracial dating in general. So I'm going to ask my lovely co-host, mm-hmm. are you into interracial dating? Have you dated someone I, outside of the race? <clears throat> Personally, I've never dated outside of my race. Right. Just because I'm, I'm just really, <clears throat> I have, I've been on dates with white guys before mm-hmm. and I just, uh, 
the one that stands out for me is this. He was an academic mm-hmm. uh, at Georgia State, um, and you know our entire experience I felt like was centered around him, like proving to me how much he knew about the culture. Oh, uh, he was yeah. one of those. Yeah, and I just felt like it was just mm, maybe like inauthentic. Like I wondered. Is this how you carry on when you're at brunch with your girlfriends? You know, mm. with your white girlfriends, and you and we, we kind of talked about that. Like most of your friends are white, right? And you hang out with them at brunch, so it's like, you know, I I just I guess from that experience, I've been turned off, right? And then you know, the other experience I have with white men is one like tricked me and mm-hmm. he catfished me and acted like he was black and he was white. Wild. With like online dating, <laughs> like wow, it was a white guy who was posing to be mixed interracial, and uh, he was. I mean, he was completely white, and I just think like, mm, wow, you know. So those are my two. Experiences. What was that experience like? How like? Because <laughs> well, I'm just <laughs> if you if you tell me that you're mixed, and I pull up and you're you're like Justin Bieber, I'm like, like, sir. Yeah, I mean, like literally looked like a white drill sergeant. <laughs> okay, like to paint this picture, sure, stubby, like complete catfish, like a complete wow. gag, a whole gag, like wow. <laughs> Do you really think that this black man, you were gonna like trick me and like I wasn't gonna notice? Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm not against you know interracial dating at all. I just think that it does seem. I guess convenient and interesting that most of the famous characters and people in our community choose to date outside their race. Outside of their race, and right. I just, I'm interested. Like on on one hand, I think well maybe it's because there just aren't that many people that represent us, right? Like we're not in those roles in those spaces. So, I mean, if there are only a few and they do date outside the race, it's, it's outside of their race. It seems like a much bigger deal than maybe it really is. So I think right. you know you can look at it from many angles. I think that's a good point. Um, my thing is because there is so few. Yeah. Why do all of y'all well, well, <laughs> choose to date well, white what men? What about who that's they dated before? Like, does that not matter too? Like, I mean, I, I want to. I was gonna touch on that. Yeah. Like, because to me, it's one thing if you grew up in spaces that are predominantly white, because then you're just a victim of your surroundings. Victims, they <laughs> say. You just. You're just. That's you, what you're you surrounding. Your experiences. Right. That's what yeah. you're surrounding taught you that's what that's those are the options you had right. so that's not surprising if you grew up in like all white spaces and you date white men um i think one of the most controversial um instances i can think of was oh my god he's uh he's uh, he's in the group the internet the internets um one of the male members in the group the internet's, if you guys don't know who that is, they're a part of the um, Golf Wang, Tyler the Creator, Frank Ocean, that whole crew. Okay. Um, one of their, I'm going to pull his name up because I don't want to just keep saying one of their. Um, Steve Lacey. I didn't have to look it up. There you go. It came to you. Steve, right. Steve Lacey. He came um, out and then he also basically stated that he doesn't date black men or he's not into black men because he feels like it's dating a sibling. Hmm. Which to me was some of the most bullshit I've ever heard. I really, I would, I'm interested to, to hear more about that because, because I, I think that's total. You can, bullshit. you can. I mean, granted, right? Siblings, especially for people of color, can look like anything. anything. Like your sibling can look. Not, my siblings don't look. They may not look like, like me. Like you. 
fair. Like we're right? talking something shapes and sizes right. and colors. However, we just because you share the same color does not mean like that could be your sibling. Like Blood. different experiences, different like to me it was just bullshit. To me, I I think a lot of these people have a problem with saying they're not comfortable. And and I think the funny thing is I actually have a cop out for most of them. I think a lot of these people, especially the 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 talented creators. Those kind of creatives mm-hmm. that are in the hip hop urban world, I think for them at an earlier age when you're exploring your sexual orientation, it's more, it can be more dangerous doing so inside your race because if you're, if you're a black male creative, right? Mm-hmm. Say you're a rapper and you're working with producers and these writers and you're young and you're bubbling, you can be in a studio with another gay black dude. And be getting that vibe, but not want to act on it because if you act on this, then now everyone knows you're gay. So I can understand finding solace and safety in, in queer white men in those in those instances because it's like these people. I'm talking about I'm talking about people that you work with at least. Sure, yes, because yes. I think especially I mean, and I know not, and I hate saying this, but I feel like for for white gay men, they get to kind of explore their sexual orientation at a younger age. Sure. It's it's more accepted. I mean, mm-hmm. I know there's conserv- conservative white families that do the whole um, um, pray the gay away, yeah. you know, camp, no gay here, whatever the hell. Con- the, the change camps. I was going to yeah. say concentration camp, but it's not concentration You know, they do exorcisms, um, you know. Right. They, to, all that foolishness. All that, right. I know, the, I know they <clears throat> exist, but I feel like on a realm, I, 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 I was seeing... Little gay white boys with their parents out and proud, at, or before I was seeing young black boys out and proud of their parents. Like, for example, like we touched, I think we discussed this on the last episode. I don't know for a fact, but I was saying how that, like, this was my first time for like a prom season seeing so many like gay black couples, yeah. male couples, yeah, um, proudly attending prom and their parents getting them cars and tuxes and doing the whole nine and not being something they have to hide, yeah. Whereas I've kind of seen that for young white gay men mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. a while. Well, I just think that, you know, Not obviously the difference is a lot of people always talk about the community aspect that Caucasian people do have. They do come together when it's time to protect their own and their best interests. Right. And I do think that, unfortunately, there is just a disconnect overall amongst black people and when it comes to sexuality and when mm-hmm. it comes to... Um, the way we see ourselves essentially right. and so exploring period yeah just yeah. just exploration and period, yeah. embracing who we really are I feel like you know there are a lot of us that obviously say you know woke whatever whatever we may say but I'm tired of that shit it, me too um so I, so I think that there's just an, an aspect of our community period that's kind of just in our DNA that's not to go against the grain right. this is what it is like right. how is your soul in, indebted to and embedded with religion and Christianity. Right. Like, I think all those things kind of go hand in hand, and it's just really about us making a conscious decision to break those things. And I think that's, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think hyper masculinity um, and hypersexuality in the black community has forced so many um, queer, and I'm not gonna just, I'm not gonna say gay because I don't think everyone is gay, but so many queer black men to live a falsehood sure. and and BDL and all these other things um, which is why like I said I feel like they can often find more comfort dating outside their race because they know they don't have to go up against another black family that's gonna look down on them Absolutely. and, and they, they know they have this accepting I just for me 
I also do think not to interject, but I also do think that amongst black men there is like this almost like submission element to it, right? What do you mean by that? Well, maybe having more power, and I do think that maybe men that are struggling with who they are on the inside as Mm -hmm. far as you know, accepting their blackness and their gayness or queerness or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then having to venture on with another black man Mm. I think that's just like uncharted territory for them and again, there is no roadmap to being gay, but I do think that there's a sense of So the white waters are safer. The white waters are safer and and, and they're more um, But do you think that's because I was going to say that do you think that's because I was going to say, do you think that it's it's that, I'm so happy you said that because yeah. I feel like that is part of it. Um, like white like the, white men are perceived. Think, I think it's the whole black bitch thing. Maybe like I do think that there is a you know black women rule the world, and mm-hmm. maybe some of those behaviors are like mi- just mimicking that. You know, like what do you mean? How there is this perception around black women that. They're, they're, they're difficult So that's why uh-huh. black men go date outside of their race But what about the queer community though So I think that Again I think that there's Imitation there mm. That I, I, I do think, I, yeah, I think So that. again the white waters are easier The white waters are easier Hashtag the white waters are easier, white waters are easier. <laughs> um, Okay you know, and then you know the whole big black dick thing. Like I, I, I think, I think the men, the men, the man bingo. bingo. You know, the African warrior. Give me that. Give me that. You know, all of that, that black cock. That black <laughs> cock. Like, I think it's just, it's just that so is fe- such an ugly it's word. It's just so fetishized. I and that's and, it's okay. just so just like because here's here's my thing. I was recently, I was sharing this in league too. Um, we had a a party at work, and one of the older white um directors of, of my property um came on to me like very strongly like trying to hook up with me and i was a baffled because not that you know i'm surprised you know i'm gay because most people don't really know i'm gay until way into the i mean just people that still don't know i'm gay at work think i'm straight they ask me about women all the time but um i wasn't baffled by that but i was baffled by how forward coming he was um even after I was like, that's not what the situation is. Like, that's not what it's going to be. He was still very pushy. And I could tell he he was expecting a certain thing from me. And I think he was expecting to have his way with me. Because, I don't know, he's... I don't, I don't know, but I feel like it, he's kind of done this before. It felt like he was very comfortable. Because for you to be, like I said, a director, someone of, of status and power in a, in a property, to come on to another employee that strongly like I could have easily been like I'm going to HR so I think the fact that he felt so comfortable I think he was expecting to get a certain reaction from me like yes you can have this black dick you know what I mean and it was like almost like he was entitled to it right like it would be easy for him of course to, you, of course you want to do it with me right of course you 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 want to yeah Regardless of him being nothing near my type. Here's the thing. You know about the experience I had. Yes. And it's the same. They go hand you in hand. You should share that. I mean, the experience I had is that I was at work and I, you know, I work in a, uh, I work in the home decor industry. I was at a, I was at a huge trade show. Um, and we were, I was in my company showroom and we have alcohol there. And there was a customer that walked up to me behind me and groped my body and told me that uh, he couldn't resist because it looked so good, and that that nigga would have got it. And then, and then on top mm. of that, my colleague said uh-huh, she laughed and said, "You know, you liked it." 
What? Yeah. So wow. So it seems like there's just a, there's almost like a level of ownership, or you know, you over our bodies, over that your bodies. Why? You know, like like literally, I think, and we're like totally segueing, but I, I want to say this because it all goes it goes hand in hand. When you are a trans person, mm-hmm. and when you are a tra- when when you are a trans woman of color, you're a woman of color first, right? And people forget that. And when we talk about violence against the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. we have to talk about violence against women first. Mm-hmm. And I think that you take on that body because you are that color, that experience. And so you have to own it. Like, this is what happens to black people all the time. We're attacked for our bodies. We're attacked because of the color that we are. And that's just the truth of the matter. And right. growing up gay, yeah. I learned that you have to be Ten times is strong and cognizant because you're different. Right. Because they're gonna get you a million different ways, and I think it's unfortunate. To me, the the fact that your colleague said you know you liked it is so disrespectful. I think it's so disrespectful. I I do. Immensely disrespectful. There's an air around being this fun, gay, black, exuberant person that either you had it coming, right? Mm -hmm. You know, because the way you carry yourself, you know, you. XYZ, oh you know, you had it coming. You but know? that that reminds you, me so much of the that, that reminds me so much of the well, you were wearing a skirt, that's why you got raped. Exactly. Or you were wearing a, a, a you know a it's sexy just, dress. It's the same thing. It's bullshit. That is crazy. You, to you me. just can't keep your fucking hands to yourself. So me too. Hashtag. Hashtag me too. Me too. Me too. That's really interesting. Yeah. Um. So I, I do kind of want to double back to this, um, dating white men thing in the industry um i don't want to harp on it i don't want to seem like i'm harping on it um but i do think one interesting point that i want to touch on is i've noticed and i always say this right uh the the gay community in general is pretty cutthroat um but the gay black community can be extremely cutthroat like as far as expectation as far especially in the world of dating like it's very transactional Okay. It's very you have this, you have this, I'm buying these things. As opposed to like knowing someone like kinda of the same way you said our bodies were just bodies. Mm-hmm. I, and I and granted the majority of that is on like hookup apps and those kind of things. So I get why it's transactional there. But I wonder if because okay, I'll be very honest. A lot of these white men that these celebrities lust after are always basic. <laughs> They're never they're never like super fine. They're never like, damn, okay, that that's a fine white boy. You know what I mean? Like, or they never seem like. Imp- I'll, I'll be honest, they don't seem impressive. Like, I'm never impressed. I think the only person um, I can think of, Frank Ocean dated that model who looks in Native American. Uh, I think he's European, but he looks Native American. He might be Hispanic. I'm not sure of his race entirely. But he was he was a genuinely good looking guy. But I feel like for the rest of them, the white men they choose to date are so subpar. And the reason why I'm mentioning that is because I feel like why is it that these same like I feel like if these same black men chose to date black men, their standards would be way higher for who they would date as far as looks go. Because have you seen Karamo's husband? No. Google him. I'm gonna look him right now. Let's. Wait for the reaction. Karamo, spell his name. Uh, K A A K. Yeah, Karamo Brown. K A R A M O something like that. Oh, this is the guy. He's on Quora. Yeah. He has a white husband. 
fiance. They just got engaged. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> I'm like, look. I'm looking for this. This okay, queer eye. Wow. <laughs> you know what, you guys? I'm exasperated <laughs> by it all. But, you know, here's what I'll say. Love comes in all shapes and sizes. Right. And I'm no one to judge. Yeah. You know, I I don't know. I do know that Kamaru. Karamo. <laughs> Karamo. I'm sorry. Karamo. I do know that, I do know that, you know, Karamo has children that he didn't know about originally, you know, that he. Well, he has, oh, no. He. No, no. He has oh, children? no. Oh, no. What? He adopted children. Oh, he did? Yes. Are they white? No. Oh, okay. They're. He, he, he I only asked that because you know, children, um, so, you know, Wanda Sykes is married to a white woman, and when I, they I had children, they had white children. And I thought that was an interesting choice because why you as a black woman would purposely choose to have white children with a white woman? Maybe she didn't want to bring no black children up with that white woman. Maybe that. But if that's the case, why do you want to bring any children up with that white woman? Damn it. Like, to me, I just feel like there's this affinity for whiteness, and I don't get it. Well, it's baffling to me because I love I being think, black and I, I think, love black I men. Think you can, it's just wild to I me. I think you can do both. You can be black and still date a, date a person not in your race and not have this Com- fetish. I don't know. Like It's also for I, me. Okay, and I'll say this. Also that. for me, I feel like a lot of black men who are very pro, pro-black, they're extremely pro-black. They're, you know, they, they, they go out of their way to be pro-black they'll, they'll talk about how white people are this And white people are that And then they'll choose to date White men Majority white men at but that But that's okay They have that right But No they do But to me that's a weird space Because why If you love something And you want to protect it mm-hmm. Why do you also reject it? I'm not rejecting it Here's the If thing. you choose to if exclusively I, date white I men say If but but we don't know that it's only the white men. We don't know that. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel but like. But what 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 about in these cases where I can say, okay, I've seen three of the four people you've dated, and they're all white. Okay. Or they're all non-black because it's not a white. It's not always a white thing. And this is another. A lot of them love to do the whole. And I tweeted about this too. A lot of them love to do the whole. He's not white. Okay, he's spicy. <laughs> you see, you throw a little seasoning on the chicken, nigga. He's still white. Like he's middle, like okay, Middle Eastern, not Chipotle. Chipotle, <laughs> niggas is Qdoba, and all of a sudden it's not white. Like that, that throws me. Like oh, he's not white. He's Latin. His mama white and his daddy white. So he's white. He just speaks Spanish. Okay. Next case, <laughs> like I don't know, and I I, I, prom- I swear to you, I do not have a problem with it. Like I genuinely don't care. For me, it's just it's so contradicting for for you to claim to love your people, but then it's you don't want because to me, especially when it comes to having children, because it's like why don't you want to see yourself and your child? Sure. sure. And why don't you want to see? I, like for me, when I look. I, when I think about love, mm-hmm. I know what that looks like. Okay. For me, at least. And it looks like your parents. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Listen, they're never going to hear this, but it absolutely does not look like my parents. But I know what it looks like. And for me, not that white people aren't in love and can't have love. That's, I would never say that. 
But for me, I just feel like seeing people of color, and I genuinely mean people of color. Like, you don't, I'm not, I'm really not hung up on dating white, uh, people dating outside their race. I promise you I'm not. But for me, I feel like those people that purposely choose to, to date outside their race, and they claim they don't have issues, but they really do. Those are the ones that I'm talking about. Like, what what happened for you to not see love in, in another black man? Sure. <clears throat> what happened? And I mean, for some people, they might have valid reasons. Maybe they were raped by a black man. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they, they grew up, like I said, in a household where blackness was oppressive and whiteness offered freedom and comfort to, and comfort, to yeah. explore their sexual orientation. Yeah. Maybe that's the... And, and like I said, I completely get all of that. Do you think these people need to, like, do you think it's important to, if you are a, a public figure and mm-hmm. you are dating a white person, to speak out and say, and justify your relationship? Like, is that oh, no, no, what no, no, no. to do? I do not file your taxes for you. Okay. You do not claim me on your taxes. Okay. I don't claim you on mine. You don't own, owe me a damn thing. For me, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, the same way someone else would, would question certain things, about me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I am gonna, hmm, hmm, hmm. What's that about? Right, it's because like a closer look. Right, and 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 like, okay, Kanye West, for example, Kanye West, excuse me. Oh my god, he created a whole song, and literally at the end of the Gold, gold Digger, right? Yeah. And when he at the and end of it, on, when he get on, he leave your ass for a white girl, yeah. and I feel like people have felt that so deeply, and they've lived that he's lived it. Yeah. I feel like. All the the gay men that like it's, it's like there's whiteness equals power and status and class and it's like they aim for those things once they ascend to a certain level and maybe I just I I'm just yearning to see gay black love mm-hmm. and you know what I think I think I don't know I have that same yearn and I think you really have to go deep and look deep inside and say you know what it's right here in my community there's a great gay couple I don't know them named Juan and G right here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of things on social media. They have a show. They have a. Okay. They have this. They have that. They run um, a nonprofit, the Gentleman's Foundation, and mm-hmm. that's who I look to. Oh, they throw those balls. Those balls, yeah. Okay. So that's who I look to when I'm thinking about you know gay black men who are together right. that are visible, you know. And yeah. hey, I'm sure it's not just them that are couples, but right. that's the one I you know that I go to. Right. And They're I the most think, pro- one of the most yeah, prominent. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think it's important for people to maybe stop looking so much um, when it comes to looking for like things to identify with when it comes to like out in the community, community like well mainstream. Like okay. look, look in your community in your backyard. That's a good point for people. To be there for you, to advocate for you, like it's just like with politics, you have to start on the local level, right? And I think there are a lot of people that we should be supporting internally in in our communities and push them up and make them our celebrities, our right. icons. And um, <clears throat> I just want to say, representation matters. It matters. It matters. So I would and, just like to see and, a little bit. And supporting the little person matters too. It does. Like if you see we're those little people, people, we are little people. So <laughs> here's the thing: we're talking about these these topics because they need to be talked about. So if you like it keep supporting okay so one final thing how do you feel about the fetish um i can't say the word fetishization of of black men by other communities 
Well, I think again, the deep the deep dive is essentially we we've been one of our black bodies since the beginning of time. We came mm-hmm. here on boats for our black bodies for True. our strength, and <clears throat> it's no different. It's the same thing. White men still are white men, whether you take the gayness away from it or not. It's still. Um, that's a very valid Instant point. And power. Ooh, you know and, what? And then let's just, let's just go back to the thing that Todrick Hall posted on Twitter uh-huh. about when he retweeted. You know, like they had like this big dinner at Vanity Fair or uh-huh. some. Oh, the white gays. The white gays, yeah. and there were there was not one piece of color there besides there white is. men. There never is. Having, having conversations that affect people that don't look like them. Right. You know, and so I think. And see, for me, that's my problem with yeah. it with interracial dating mm-hmm. because. These white men that y'all go out of your way for mm-hmm. always turn around and choose their whiteness over your black body. Yeah. They want your black cock when it's 11 o'clock at night. Sure. Right? But they don't care about what's happening to your brother. They don't care about what's happening to your cousin. Well, they don't care about... Kim Kardashian cares about... That um, bitch don't care about nothing but um, those stale-ass beauty products. Okay, let's, let's keep going. I shouldn't have Fuck her. her. I do not like that bitch. Oh, my God. Excuse my language. I mean... I think that's the deep dive about why our bodies are wanted, why they look at us as a piece of me, why they feel like they own us, because it's just, it's really embedded in the culture. It's embedded in their DNA, and the only way it's going to change that is, I don't know what will change that. I think what will change that is, the, and, and, and for me, like I said, that's my problem, because I feel like we get these... And I always bring it back to Frank Ocean because when Frank came out, it was such a moment for me. Because mm-hmm. Frank is born the day before I am. I knew about Frank when he was Lonnie, uh, Lonnie Bro. Mm-hmm. I loved and identified with him. It was kind of like the same way I always say finding Noah's Ark was like, wow, I kind of see myself for the first time. Mm-hmm. Frank Ocean, finding Frank Ocean was again like, wow, I kind of see myself for the second time. Yeah. Right? And I really advocated for him and I really loved his art and I loved his work and I kind of feel like finally we had someone that was gay and proud but then all of a sudden blackness wasn't good enough for him and I feel like we you say what's going to change it what's going to cause this thing it's whenever we have people that can occupy spaces and do things for us that can uplift us, that can bring us to that next level, and that's what's going to change it. And I feel like these black men get to these certain level of status, and as opposed to doing so, as opposed to reaching back down and and picking us up and pulling us up with them, or just, as a matter of fact, you don't even got to pull me up. The same ladder you used to get up, just leave that bitch there. Don't pull it up once you get up. Yeah. They often pull that <clears throat> ladder up and start chasing white men. Mm-hmm. Who, like, and Kanye West is a perfect example. He just got into a huge thing with Rhymefest. About the Donda House. Da, yeah, that, I'm yeah, sure that. you guys are familiar with all, all that, right? Mm-hmm. And Kim K, her rebuttal as to why Kanye isn't doing more was, you know, financial crisis and da da da. Kanye just redid um, all the designs for the Calabasas High School um, community, like all their their, their uniforms, mm-hmm. their gym, their all their stuff. He redesigned all that shit. Why Kanye Omari, nigga? Your name is Kanye Omari West. Doing, doing a black man from south side of Chicago. Why he is choosing to do things for Calabasas as opposed to Chicago, South Chicago, South Chicago, where he's, where he's needed, from. where he's from by his people. He's out here catering to these little white boys and white girls in Calabasas whose parents already have tons of money. So essentially, and, what like, you're saying me, is 
we just we we run for power and power is whiteness. Exactly. It's like they're chasing <laughs> that and, and and I think that's what my biggest problem with it is. Like I don't see any representation of black love in the gay community on that level I'm yeah. talking. Yeah. Because yeah. to me it would be beautiful to and not just for the for the look, right? But I, I really mean to offer inspiration, to offer to offer guidance, to offer comfort to a lot of the, the, the upcoming yeah. you know young queer people of color mm-hmm. to show them that it is possible to find love and also to normalize it. Yeah. To normalize to it. To normalize for, that dating a black man, it's okay. Okay. Two black men being in love is okay. It's black love is okay. Queer black love is you okay. You don't have to run and, and chase the whiteness. It's, right. Yeah. And then if you're gonna do it, at least chase someone that's gonna, you know, be on the front line with us. Yeah. Like that's what bothers me is because they have these they go for these white men and these white men do nothing for us. Yeah. They want nothing they want nothing more than a black body. Yeah. I don't know. But that's that. I'm sure we're we're both gonna think of things to and we'll, to keep, say. we'll keep this conversation and we'll, going. We'll bring it back. If y'all have, you know, questions in regards to it and y'all want a round two, if you are a queer person of color that dates outside of your race prominently, we'll have you, um, you can also offer, you know, a rebuttal yeah. to some of the things we've said. Um, don't get too cute because I do fight people. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> we're Ross and Gag, <laughs> But if you want to offer that, you can also you can uh, I'm sorry, you can email myself at Vaughn at growingupgay.com. That's G R O W I N, or you can do Malik at Malik and, at growingupgay.com, or you can tweet me at Yo Malik, or myself at underscore Vaughn. I hope we've been able to keep you entertained thus far. If so, you can reach out to us for any questions, comments, and concerns at Vaughn at GrownUpGay.com or Malik at GrownUpGay.com. You can actually email these shows, uh, personal email, with any questions or show topics or anything you'd like for us to discuss. If you want to sponsor us, QTR Marie right here at GrowingUpGayPodcast at gmail.com. And that growing has a G in it. So GrowingUpGayPodcast at gmail.com. Now let's get into the next topic. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get into the wind-down portion of this week's episode. Again, the wind-down segment is kind of our um, hot topics, if you will. It's where we kind of um, can discuss whatever we want to. It's also going to be where you guys um, can send us questions if you need advice about anything, if you have any questions about us, um, if you have any questions about dating, if you have any questions about coming out or being gay or our experiences, anything you want to know. Um, that we can potentially help you with, we will happily do so. And again, you can reach out to us at, um, at sorry, at Vaughn at GrowingUpGay.com or Malik, M-A-L-I-K at GrowingUpGay.com or you can um, send an email to the podcast, which is growing with a G, GrowingUpGayPodcast at gmail.com um, or you can, you can even DM us on Instagram if you'd like. Um, it's GrownUpGay, G-R-O-W-N, UpGay. On Instagram. Um, but for this week, we have three, um, well, two celebrity topics and one non celeb <laughs> topic that we want to discuss. Yeah. Uh, the first topic What doesn't kill us is making us stronger. We're gonna last longer than Same. the greatest wall in China. Oh, that a rabbit or what a drone. Um, Roseanne, I'm so sad. That I was thinking that the way I was because you knew it. I didn't know. Listen, 
Okay, first can I say, I was so heartbroken to find out that Roseanne is racist. I was not. I was not surprised. I was not heartbroken. I knew it all along. Let me tell you something. I used to watch Roseanne when I was very young, (laughs) and I knew something was not right about a white (laughs) family being on TV and lived in a broke-down-ass house like that. I knew something was not right. But you know what, though? That's a reality for so many white people. It is the reality. that's why I watched the show. That's the truth. And here's the thing. You would think that showing that, right, Mm -hmm. that this is the reality of most white working middle class people, they don't have shit, that (laughs) you would be a little bit more dignified (laughs) with your words and how the fuck you come out the box in the state of the world that we live in in 2018. Like, why would you think that you can come back out here and just say whatever you want to say? And think that it wasn't going to have any consequences. That's the biggest thing that's happening in our country right now. So many things are happening with, with no accountability and disregard for the people. Like, where is the respect? Where is just... Why? So, <laughs> for, for if you don't know, first of all, get from another rock. Um, second, Roseanne got on Twitter for the umpteenth time. It really wasn't her first time doing this. No. Um, and she went on a racist rant. Um, and started. Um, she called one of the former one of um, former President Obama, still my president, um, <laughs> one of his White House aides, um, Va- uh, Valerie Jarrett. She called her a monkey meets planet. I'm um, sorry, a planet of the apes meets. What did she say? I'm so sorry. Rabbit. What did she say? Anyway, she called her a monkey. The long and the short of it. Muslim Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes. Okay. Um, That's what she said. And And she was essentially saying they came together, and that's Valerie Jarrett. And but since then, she has a plot. She has apologized. Girl, fuck that apology. Excuse me. Her apology was: I apologize to Valerie Jarrett and to all Americans. I'm truly sorry uh, for making a bad joke about her politics and her looks. I should have known better. Forgive me, my joke was in bad taste. Okay, so here's two of the biggest issues with that. Why are you apologizing to all Americans? Why? Apologize to black people. For making That's a who joke you offended. Specifically about black That's people. who you were calling apes. You weren't calling all Americans. You didn't call her an ape because she's American. You, you called call her an ape, ape because she's black. black. Okay? That's the first piece of bullshit. You utter that we have to address and just like because that's bullshit. Like, why can't we call a thing a thing? Like, right. And if it, you're gonna be a, if you gonna say some shit, stand up in it. If you're gonna be racist, stand up in your racism. Stand in your truth. And, that's your truth. And furthermore, why the fuck is the media so afraid to call white terrorists, white racists, white bigots what they are, what they truly are, what they truly are? Like, I saw somewhere. I'm not gonna say what 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 news source it was, but they said. Roseanne, Bar- Ro- Roseanne Barr's racially charged tweet. No, it like, was a racist tweet. It wasn't a racially it wasn't charged. Ra- there was <laughs> nothing provocative. You know, there was nothing electrifying. Like all of these dumbass uh, ninth grade. Be simple, words. Be let's simple. Let's be simple. Huh? <laughs> thing, a thing. Like let's stop sugarcoating it. That's the problem. No one is literally. Saying their name. Call a thing a thing. And calling it what it is. Call a thing a thing. I think ABC made the right move by canceling it immediately. Letting them know that there's no tolerance for that. And by the way, they are not invited to nobody's fucking cookout. Stop doing that. And neither is Andy Cohen. Stop doing that. Stop. 
Stop inviting people, white people to places just because they're places. decent human beings. That's their job. Because they're still going to come there with that nasty ass unseasoned food. I'm just joking. But the, what I wanted to get into also is Jimmy freaking Kimmel. So Jimmy Kimmel went out of his way to dust off his cape and strap it on for, of all people, Roseanne. This is what he said. What at the real Roseanne said is indefensible. Yet here you fucking are with your 270 characters defending her. But angrily attacking a woman who is obviously not well does no good for anyone. Please take a breath and remember that mental health issues are real. The Roseanne I know could probably use some compassion and help right now. Here's my problem with that. Stop using mental health, uh, mental illness as an excuse for the terrible things white people do. Please stop. It's not, it's doing nothing but a disservice to people that have mental issues. Because there's millions of people that are mentally ill, that, are that, mentally that, Ill, that aren't shit. racist, that don't shoot up schools, that don't attack, harass, and try to harm people simply because of their color. Those people are racist. That's not, racist, being racist is not a mental illness. It's a decision. It's it's a it's a choice. You're very intentional you are about it. Homes and they don't, they aren't aware of it. However, there comes a point in your life where you're to be okay with that, and you're choosing to not separate yourself or try to to teach the people around you or separate yourself from those environments. So it's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice. And it's I think choice. by him defending her and and commenting on it. It's like, it just go. it just gives people something to go on. And I think that's the biggest thing, like, st- stop defending the bullshit. Oh, my God. And stop speaking it. of bullshit and racism, <sighs> y'all's auntie, y'all's cousin, Kim Kardashian. West. Kim Kardashian West decided that she should sit down with Donald Trump to discuss... Wait, wait for it. Not reality TV. Not being a mogul. Prison reform. Drop a clues bomb on that. What the fuck is... What the, what the fuck? So, here's my thing. We talked about earlier, the point you made was that you want people to use their platform mm-hmm. responsibly mm-hmm. and to change things and to help better their community. Correct. Is that not what she's doing? No. Okay. She has not done the work. She is not informed. There are t- tons of people that she could have. And see, this is my motherfucking problem. You white people like to occupy spaces that don't belong to you. This is not your fucking area. Yep. Makeup isn't even your area. You can't even do that well enough. The only thing you truly do well enough is reality TV and space that there are tons of qualified people of all races not even the most black people thank you people of color do Mm -hmm. so this is an area where a person of color that is informed that has done the work that has read the books that has gone to the prisons and spoken to the people that know what this is not some shit for you to to stand and take pictures so you can say you're doing something because what you're doing is taking an opportunity from someone and let's be okay let's be honest even if someone was more informed, it's Donald fucking Trump. That's it. It's Nothing Trump. is changing. Nothing's going to change. Nothing and I is think changing. This is a perfect example of just the climate of where our country is. If that Kim Kardashian, 
who you just said someone who has no experience on much of anything, let much alone prison anything. reform. Like, come and on. the fact that she would even say, "I'm going here to talk about prison reform," it's just preposterous. Like, sweetheart, prison reform, sweetheart. Discuss clear yeah. heels and fashion over. That's it. Maybe skinny, skinny tea. That's, like, that, that, that's all we should be discussing. Maybe. Not prison reform. Not prison reform. Just, no. But here's the thing. Uh, we're just in the time where if you have power, if you have influence, you can access our president if you're on some bullshit. I just, I'm weary. Weary. The way the world. Like Salon said. Anyway, so we're going to move on to the last topic for the wind down. Um, this one is f- the probably the lightest thing we were going to discuss I all think episode. So. I think this is probably <laughs> our uh, favorite thing to talk about. Um, so okay, as I, okay, as of late, I've noticed that in the gay community, especially. Everyone seems to have like a freak Twitter or one of these only fan pages where they kind of do all types of things. Mm-hmm. Do all they do something strange for Lubby's journey? And an only fan page, it's a pay per view. You have right. subscribers right. and people will. It's like YouTube you know, for porn. Yeah. But no, it's not even YouTube for porn. What's a better. No, it's. It's like it's, Netflix for porn. It's like. It's like. <laughs> it's, it's like. Per, it's, it's like. like a, per, it's, oh my god, it's like XTube. It's like an XTube, you know, premium account. You right. have to pay. Come on, knowledge. And, and, the person, and, 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 and the person that you're following is giving their subscribers content. Right. Whether it's live or whether it's, you know, still. Recorded video. Recorded videos, whatever. It's content and people pay monthly. And, you know, there are people that are racking up making. You know, Chris Crocker made forty eight hundred dollars last month. Mm. You it's know? not a lot to me. It's not a lot, but he also has other other social media income too. Yeah, I mean, I know. So, but I just okay. The reason why I wanted to bring it up is because I've noticed, like I said, everyone seems to fucking have one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone, like yeah. even people that I follow and I've known for so long, and they're like, I don't, I don't want to say normal because the people that have OnlyFans pages are normal, right? But they're like these people that I would just never expect. And they have these freak pages and these freak Twitters and these only um, fan accounts. And I, I remember tweeting. And I've been curious about this for a very long time. Because I remember tweeting like, what exactly is the end goal for like a, like a only one person? Like, do you retire? Yeah. Like, is there like a 401k package? I mean, you can't do that like, forever, obviously. Do, and can then, you claim and condoms on your taxes? Like, and that's my thing. I feel like... What's the backup plan? Right, and, and I feel like, especially because in the gay, the gay black community, it's already kind of so small mm-hmm. that like everyone like knows someone that slept with someone that slept with someone that slept with someone that has someone's nudes that like you know what I mean. Like I feel like there's this, and 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 and, and, it's, and in the gay community, it's, it's, there's also a timestamp. Like you only have so much time. <laughs> like like seriously, like people don't people don't say this, but like literally, like I mean, you turn thirty and it's like oh. I don't, I'm not married. Right. I don't have any kids. Right. What am I living for? <laughs> Checks. <laughs> but no, the reason why I brought this topic up is would you be comfortable dating someone that had either a free Twitter account or an old only ones page? And like say they were like, okay, this was prior to you. I'm not utilizing anything anymore, but however, since I've put it out there, it's just there. Yeah. And I can't get it to go away. I think I'm completely fine with that. Really? That yes, that part I'm fine with. I think that it's important to meet folks where they are, but if you're still actively mm. pursuing this, then mm-hmm. no. I, I okay. will meet you where you are, but if you are 
actively engaging in this content, then I can't meet you there. So what if they didn't have an only one, uh, only only ones, only fans, or a freak Twitter? But what if they had a freak Twitter? Like, what if they just he, he was like, yo, I just, I just enjoy jacking off and posting on Twitter, or I enjoy, you know, playing with toys and posting it on Twitter. I that's just my thing to do. Would you be comfortable? And like, say he's engaging with people, maybe not cheating on you. I think it's. I think. I think it is cheating for me. I think mm. it is cheating. I think for me. Uh, is it because he's he's looking for satisfaction from? It's sex. An outside source. It's sex. Yeah, it's sex. It's sex from an outside source. It's arousal. It's intimacy, whether you want to admit it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, sex is a very intimate thing, and I think once you begin to share, you do begin to take the legitimacy away from it. And so that's something that I'm always very fearful, fearful about is. Uh, bringing third extras into my relationship. So you would never have a threesome with your significant other? No. Oh. No. I'm I'm not into open relationships. Me either. Now, you know, and 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 that may change in a few years. But I'm gonna say this: although I'm not into threesomes, mm-hmm. I think the only I'm really saying my business. The only <laughs> the only way I would be okay with it is if like we went on a vacation. Okay. And like. They just popped up. Like, it was, we like, just, random. No, we made the decision, like... We're gonna do it. Hey. Okay. People are fine here. Ooh. Let's find someone, slut them out, and then they leave. And, like, now, we go on about our business. I think... <laughs> now, I think, Because I'm not into threesomes, but the, even the idea... I'm a, into, I like intimacy, so... I that, that idea is hot. Like, right. I mean, that, I, that idea, is, I, I, I think, is hot. Right. With your man, obviously, you know. But the idea of, like... A open thing. No, this is how no. we do it. That's why I'm not no. interested. Yeah, I don't leave anything. Open. I'm not interested in that. I'm Close also, the door. It's, a very <laughs> it's closed. Yeah, <laughs> close I'm all not, the doors. Yeah, I'm not into that, and um, I'm definitely not into uh, pay per view porn. <laughs> making it for sure. I'm definitely. Not oh, absolutely not. I'm, and I'm definitely not into anyone who wants to make it or wants to benefit that way. Right. That's not what I'm into. Hmm. I think it's uh, I think it's dangerous. Really? I do. Why I, do you think it's dangerous? I think it's dangerous because I mean, again, there there are so many there's so many things that go wrong with that. I think mm-hmm. people I think people are really careless when it comes to social media. Social media, they really are. And I think you have to be very. That's why I don't know none of my business. Careful, <laughs> you niggas careful don't know about. Not only yourself, but your livelihood. Absolutely. And your family. Oh, my God. As you say that, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. There was this, I saw today on Twitter, there was this a flyer that was like, um, um, mysterious cum dump. Like, wear a mask and just get flood, just get slutted out by man, random niggas. Yes. And I was just like. Yes. I was reading it like, excuse me? Like, yes. you just gonna let a bunch of random yes. niggas... They, that, and you, yes. Like, what? Yes. Like, you yes. don't know if they're wearing protection. You no. don't know if they're on prep. You don't know if they they're have something already. And you're just gonna allow... Like, what? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's definitely a part of sex and drug culture, for sure. And I think that... That is so I mean, dangerous. That's what I mean. Like, like, it's dangerous. Like, you just... You, you just don't know. Right. You know, like, you don't know. And I just feel like, you know, you're putting yourself out there... To be to be looked at, but you don't know who's looking at this, right? You, and you know, I think and, that's and, my. And you don't thing. know what they're capable of. And I think that's my thing because, for example, there is this one person that I've been following on YouTube for, I want to say like four years, yeah, um, four or five years. 
he makes he's not very popular on YouTube. No shade at all. If this comes back, okay. <laughs> if, if if you if this does come back, it's, I promise it's not shade. But I'm okay, and I'll say this: I'm extremely oblivious because I really do mind a lot of my own business. I make a very good habit of minding my business even at work. Like stuff happens at work, and I'm like, damn, that really happened. And people are like, how you didn't know? And I'm like, because I mind my business. But I was this was, I was in Paris. The time difference is crazy. So it's like 4.30, almost 5 a.m. in Paris. I'm still wide awake because it's only like 12 in the U.S. Um, 12 a.m., that is. Um, and I was just scrolling and I was uh, there was something was happening on black Twitter. And again, I'm not <laughs> black gay Twitter. I kind of sit on the outskirts. I really do. But I started, you know how you click on one page that leads you to another page that leads you to another page? Mm-hmm. I did some of that. And I came across this account. And it's a popular account. They have a lot of followers. What is it called? <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'll just say this. Smash. Okay. Smashed is in the title. Oh. It's in the title. Can you type it in on my, on my account? <laughs> Let me see, see if I can find it for you. Because I want to see this. I feel like I may know. Um, no. But anyway, I was... Okay, it's a bunch of men of color partaking in sexual well, don't say it if you don't activity want to. I, I, I just want to say um, it now. Just and if I'm, if I'm what know. what brought what brought it to my attention was I, okay i do know i do know <laughs> so as i was going through it i was like okay yeah, i was like this i was like i kept okay because i'm into hands right i really like people with nice hands i don't know what it is but if i see you enough i know exactly what your hands look like right so as I'm going through the the pictures and stuff, and I'm just like, okay, I kept seeing this person's hands, and I'm like, I know this person for, from like somewhere, but I didn't know where. I had not looked at the profile picture and none of that. I literally was just scrolling through the media, um, and then finally there was a picture of the person with their like face blurred, and I was like, isn't this? Oh. I know this. I know this is. Now I know this is this nigga from YouTube, ain't it? So then I went. Okay. okay, So I went back to their YouTube, and it's so funny because a few, a few, um, a few weeks ago, not few, well, yeah, a few weeks ago, maybe months ago, he posted on his, um, he posted on his YouTube that he had just bought a, a new BMW, and I was like, um, oh my god, like he must be doing so well for himself, like. Shout out to him, whatever his job is, like whatever he's doing, I'm so happy for him because he had moved from another state to Atlanta. Um, but anyway, I was just like, oh my God, I was mind blown that he was leading, not a double life because it really doesn't take too much to put two and two together. Um, but I was just mind blown that he had this like, Life where he was running this account and obviously doing very well for himself because, like I said, he bought himself a luxury car. So I wasn't, I'm not judging at all, but for me, it was just like, damn, does everyone, is everyone leading a double life but me? Like, so I just, so, uh, Bond just showed me who the person is. I don't know the person, I'm not familiar with them, but what I am, what I am familiar with is a gag. <laughs> okay? And so I know the streets. <laughs> and with that being said, it's very easy to get a BMW at a buy here, pay her lot. Stop. Um, <laughs> I know that <clears throat> that's what I know. I know Stop. that because I know I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the gentleman his stances and his company's doing very well. I know the streets. And he was able to buy himself a nice car. I know the streets. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm giving young man. If someone decides to be messy and sends this to you, I would just like to say, shout out to you. You made it work for you. Here's the thing. I don't know this young man. I'm just carrying um, the, the bone, if you will. Huh? You the bone carrier. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just carrying the bones. I'm the bone. The bone anyway, so th- that's the really re- that's the reason why I wanted to bring bring this up because I kind of feel like. And again, I'm not judging anyone that has a freak page. That's you do Stop you. I'm really not. I know. <laughs> I'm really not. You do you. You're grown. Everyone can do whatever they want to do. But for me, I but was just careful. surprised. I was a surprised that so many people have one, and then B, you niggas need to be careful. Like be careful. y'all are doing some very wild things on these accounts. Very wild. Very wild. And diseases. And STIs are real. And your family's name, and your name, and your livelihood, and how you work after this. Will this? Are are you okay with this being around all these years? Like all these questions that need answering. Like just make sure that the decisions you make, you're okay with them because a lot and of these, I, you can't come back from. Yeah, and I feel like it's this weird juxtaposition because they they're these these private pages. But it's then they talk private. about them on their public pages. It's not private. So it's like, it's not really private. Everyone knows. Like, nigga, we know what you're doing. Like, I <laughs> screen record. Come on. <laughs> like, so it's not, I don't know. I just, I just thought it would be an interesting topic to discuss. If you guys would like to weigh in on it, um, w- the questions that I would like to ask is, A, would you be okay with your significant other partaking in this kind of activity either prior to you guys dating or while y'all are dating B Is this something that you're doing If so You don't have to tell me why Because like I said I don't claim you on my taxes You don't claim me on Get yours money, bitch. Get money um, I just would like to know Like what made it Made you be like I'm cool with this Like sharing what This part of my This much of my life I should say Not this part of my life um, And then C how much money? How much? How much y'all be making? Like, what's the what does the coin really look like? Like, how do do they tax that? Is it tax? Do y'all pay quarterly taxes? I don't. Oh, I don't it know. may not be taxed. This is America, bitch. Everything's taxed at you're some right, point. You're right. You're right. That's why I'm like, I have real questions. Like, but can you claim lube? Cash don't tax. Can you claim lube on yes, you taxes? Can. If it's an LLC, if it's a business, you sure can claim lube as a business expense. You need it. You absolutely can. Well, look at that. Look at God. You but 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 that's if the person has decided to monetize this and make it make this their career. You know, in the porn industry. You know, then that's different that, because that's basically what it is. It's like social media porn. Social media porn. I mean, social media has literally. It was already porn because Tumblr, Tumblr been porn. Oh <laughs> Tumblr, Tumblr has all the porn. Yeah, all the porn. I need to get on Tumblr, like not to post myself, but just right. to <laughs> not me literally, but not me literally. <laughs> I need to log on and see what's happening over there. Um, but anyway, those are the uh, wind down sections for wind this down. week. We hope you guys enjoyed. And as always, um, if you guys want to send us questions, if you have uh, need advice or is there anything you'd like for us to discuss, it can be LGBTQ friendly or not. Um, you can reach out to myself at Vaughn at GrownUpGay.com or Malik at Malik at GrownUpGay.com. Again, that's growing, not growing. 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 G-R-O-W-I-N. Like I'm going, but growing. <laughs> um, and we'll be right back.
Hey y'all, if you've been enjoying the podcast so far, please be sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell another friend, to tell two more friends, to tell their cousins, sisters, aunties, nieces, nephews, and significant others to listen to the show. It's free. All they have to do is go to the podcast app or go to SoundCloud or anywhere where streaming is found and type in Growing Up Gay and we'll pop up and then they can hear our beautiful voices. No, but in all seriousness, thank you guys so much for listening and please share. All right, so thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. We really do appreciate it. We hope you guys enjoyed. If there is anything we forgot to touch on, if there's anything else you would like for us to touch on, please reach out to us. You can follow us on Instagram at grownupgay. com. Just grownupgay. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at yomalik, Y-O-M-A-L-I-K, or underscore Vaughn, that's underscore V-A-U-N. Um, you can go to our website where we'll be posting all types of content. So much content. Uh, the Bob website. Was just on to me about posting. <laughs> the website is growingupgay.com. Again, growin, G R O W I N, upgay.com. Um, and I think that's it for this week. Do you have any final things you'd like to say? Final or? thoughts, you guys. Stay strong, stay steadfast, and, and commit to something. Commit to, Commit yourself to something like. Whatever it is, just commit to it. Like, find something that you can commit to it and stick with it. Stick with it for 30 days and see how you feel. I really like that. Yeah. And if anyone wants to partake in the little six-week challenge that I'm going to do, um, please let me know. I kind of hope no one does that way. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I'm going to hold myself accountable regardless. Are, cause I'm going to do it with you. Um, yes, we're going to hold ourselves accountable regardless because we have plans for... We have so many plans, and we hope you guys are enjoying the show mm-hmm. because y'all are going to be involved in these plans. Mm-hmm. Um, so just be on the lookout for us. Of course, tell a friend to tell a friend. They don't have to be gay gay or queer at all. They can be straight. Sure. You I know. Mean, we just discussed Roseanne and Kim Kardashian, so, like, tch, them niggas ain't gay. At all. <laughs> um, so, you know, share the word. Spread the word. Share, share, share. We love you. Ciao. Bye.